Purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming jazz game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream, starting as low as $37 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat tickets now. Time to welcome in our college football insider, Riley Jensen. He joins us on the Sprint special guest line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Riley, good morning. What's going on, fellas? Well, football's looking pretty predictable around these parts right now. The Utes are going to Arizona. And BYU's going to UMass. Utes are favored by 23 now, and BYU's favored by 40 and a half points. Don't forget the hook. And then there's your Aggies playing Boise State at home and eight-point underdogs. You feel like you can pick all three of these games right now without any discussion? Uh, probably. <laughs> I think you probably could. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about what's going on with Jordan Love and the quarterback situation, and I'm worried about just the fact that the Wyoming win was big, but it still didn't feel like it was great offense. Didn't feel like it was something that that Utah State has kind of fixed the problems and that they're ready to move forward and, and be the team that we thought they were going to be this year. And so I, I think you could probably predict all three games fairly easily this weekend. So I was told, Riley, you gave a hell of a talk in church a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> That's what you were told. Yeah. I, well, I was trying to find your church, and I, you know, I, I knocked on your door, <laughs> and no one was there. So no, I, I we were there. Went, I was just peeking through the curtains. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good. I'm glad you were there. <laughs> yeah. I sent the yeah. dog out back. I told the kid, "Don't answer it. Don't answer it." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when they show up with white shirts and a tie, it always I makes me nervous, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can I just can I just mention something that I that I really found? Uh, just I just I was watching Tyler Huntley play uh, in the game on Saturday night, and there was just something that that really hit me that I thought was something that might be interesting to share, and that is he's he's obviously passing at a really really high level, but there was one particular play in this game that I thought was just just a really it was a it was revealing as to how much he's matured as a quarterback, and it was a I think it was a third down and ten or a third and eleven play. He was he was near his own goal line. He dropped back to pass. There's nothing open downfield. He throws a swing route out to Moss, and he completes the ball. And I think it was like an eight or a nine yard gain, right? And and I know that like most people are looking at like a simple play like that, and they're like, "Man, why does it?" I mean, it's third and eleven. Why isn't he throwing past the chains? And the reason why I think it's important to point out this play is is for two reasons. Number one, good quarterbacks don't always throw past the chains to get first downs. They understand that forcing the football can sometimes cause problems as far as turnovers and all those kind of things. But I think there's a little bit of a psychological edge here that I think takes place that people don't think about. When you throw the ball on a swing route to Moss outside and it's your best player, it's really your best player offensively, not only do you get a completion, he gets a few yards, he got a couple of extra yards for you, but there's a different mindset for offensive linemen when they feel like there was a completion on third down. 
when an offensive lineman is is blocking and he's doing everything he can to protect a quarterback, there's just a mindset and a feel that's a little bit different when you get a completion and it's just a little bit short of the sticks because they feel like, oh, well, we did our job and he was able to get the pass off and we're doing our job and it's just a matter of time till we break through, right? Then if he just drops back and he throws the ball down the sideline, it's incomplete. And they're like, man, here I am. I'm working my trash off here for you. And all we're doing is throwing incompletions on third down. There's a different mentality that takes place. The second part of this that I think it was really mature that, that Tyler Huntley, because Tyler Huntley did that, is the next play, UCLA jumps off sides and they get a first down. So they got, they got eight yards or nine yards, I think, on a third and 11. And then UCLA jumps offside, and and the and the drive still stays alive. And I just I, I just wanted to point that out because that's the type of maturity that you need at the quarterback position to win championships. And that's the type of psychological edge that he's giving to his team right now by completing the what what defenses are giving him. He is not forcing the ball. And I know 13 touchdowns on the year is not burning the house down on stats, but one interception is. And I, I, I can't even imagine, I couldn't even draw up a better quarterback for a Kyle Whittingham-led team. It, it's just really phenomenal how good he's playing. No question about that. So then it begs the question, why has Huntley improved substantially where Love has either stayed the same or regressed? Well, that's really, uh, you know, that's, 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 an interesting, that's an interesting question, and, and you probably have to go into the psyche of each athlete. But there is something to be said about, you know, I, when, I, when I speak with athletes, I'm always talking to them about as soon as you think you've arrived, that's when everything falls apart, right? And, and when we talk about reading your press clippings and when you get excited about the prospects that maybe you're going to be in the NFL, it's natural to let down a little bit. Nobody has been saying that about Tyler Huntley. If if we were to rewind and listen to any of the radio shows from before the season started, um, most of us were saying he's probably the third best quarterback in the state. And so it's a little bit easier to be motivated when nobody's talking about you, when nobody is giving you a chance to be a good quarterback. And then I think combined with the fact that Andy Ludwig came in, and man, I mean, Tyler's eyes are just in the right place. He He... He is looking like a mature NFL veteran playing the quarterback position, and it's it's really impressive. And I, I'm t- I'm telling you, I would have bet my house on it that he wouldn't be this good this year. If you would have told me at the first of the year that Tyler Huntley would be the best quarterback, I'd be like, what What kind of bizarre world are you living in? Because I just didn't see this kind of progress. And, you know, you have to credit the University of Utah program. If there's anything that I can say about them, is that you can look around at almost every position and see growth at every position this year where where guys have been developed, where guys are getting the most out of their skill sets. And you don't see that at every university, uh, including here in the state. And, that, you know, that's kind of my measure with coaches is are players improving while they're there? And I can look around at there. I mean, you look at Samson Matua, he's considerably better this year than he was last year. You look around, even Moss is better than what he was last year. And, and then on the defensive side, they've always developed guys. But it's, it's just a real testament to coaching. It's a real testament to guys working hard. You know, and Coach Whittingham's been talking about how, how much Tyler's all in. And, and I think that leadership has been the difference in this Utah team and all the other University of Utah teams that have been during the Pac-12 is, is that they've got a quarterback that's playing at a high level. 
And I think that's how you you, you have to have a, a quarterback playing at a high level to win the Pac-12 championship. So there's a couple things there. One is that, you know, you get somewhere around, a quarterback gets somewhere around his 10th, 12th, 15th start. You get a full season under your belt. You ought to take off. I think with Tyler, and Kyle talked about this a couple weeks ago, it was clicking in his junior year. And if you go back and you look, you can probably say the first 13 starts, you had one Tyler Huntley, and you've had another Tyler Huntley since then. They started putting up 40-point games last year in October. And so there's a thought that, okay, so he's gone next year, and it's going to take a while, but they can ramp up the next guy along similar lines as Tyler's growth curve. And then there's a huge fan who's thinking, well, maybe it can happen a little faster than that because the other guys in the program have seen how Tyler's prepared and what's worked for him. Can you shorten that learning curve going forward? Well, I think you can, depending on how experienced the quarterback is. If it's if it's Shelley next year, you know, then then all of a sudden it's a little bit different story. But if if you're starting a true freshman, and I, I understand they're recruiting some good players, um, there's always going to be a little bit of a ramp up. But man, is if Andy Ludwig is around, I, I would I would consider the fact that you you can ramp that up a little bit quicker. Um, you know, 13 games, 15 games, I, I, I kind of like that theory that that's kind of when you mature in yourself and you, you feel like you've kind of seen all the different defenses and the different looks that people can throw at you and so you feel more comfortable um, out there on the field. But I do think that you can ramp it up a little bit quicker than 13 games if you have the combination of a kid that is really willing to work and willing to, to put in the time and the energy that it takes to play the quarterback position. And then, and the other combination is Andy Ludwig. But look, as good and as prepared some of, as some of these young quarterbacks are, the, the difference between a really, really solid and good quarterback at the next level and an average quarterback is the amount of time that he watches film, the amount of time that he spends with his coach. And some guys, it just takes a little while for them to learn that. And uh, I think, um, obviously, Tyler's learned that. And I think that example to other quarterbacks in the program right now can 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 Utah can reap some benefits from that in the future. So you're involved in recruiting and this uh, kid came out on Twitter, this Travis Marsh. He was a quarterback commit for Utah and, and he put out on Twitter, I would like to reopen my commitment. No interviews, hashtag respect my decision. So we're pretty late in the game as far as going forward for the signing date. You know, they have two, one coming up next month and then the one in February. And a lot of these kids and people who are involved, like Kyle Whittingham, believe that the first signing period will overtake the second. I think we already saw a little bit of that last year. The February signing date, which used to be a big deal, was not nearly as big. And so that's a trend. So my thought is for you... How much, how much more difficult is it now for the Utes to go out and get a quarterback when a kid towards the end of November who has been committed for a while decides that he doesn't want to be committed anymore? Well, normally in the past, um, I think it would be hard to get a quarterback uh, you know, this late in the game. But right now, I mean, there's always guys that they're keeping warm that they kind of like. And the pecking order right now is a little bit different than what it's been for Utah. I mean, this this is a team that, for what it looks like right now, they're going to the Pac-12 championship game, and they have as good a chance to win it as anybody and go to the playoffs. And so now, if you're talking about a big-time recruit that's already committed somewhere else, and you come knocking on their door, 
and they're looking at their mid to lower level Pac-12 team or a Mountain West Conference team that they're committed to, you know, they they might be going, well, you know, let's sit down and go to lunch. You know, I might be interested in this. And I think because Tyler Huntley has played so well, because this team is really becoming – you know, it's interesting because they're such a hard-running team, and they and they and they've really established that that's their mindset and that that's their personality. But the passes this year have been surgical. I mean, there's plenty of highlights to show of Tyler Huntley making big-time throws. I mean, just just last game, like one of the throws that he made, where he throws it to his tight end over a linebacker and in between a safety, and it's you know a touchdown pass. And then later in the game, it's the exact same throw, and it's a 25-yard gain. I mean. There's all kinds of highlights that, that give you the, that good feeling as a quarterback. Like, yeah, maybe I won't throw as much, but I'm going to get a ton of big highlights. Because every game there's highlights of Tyler Huntley, whether he throws for 150 or 350. So I think I think normally it might might have been a little bit hard for them to go out and find someone this late in the game. I, I don't think that's true this year. I think they'll find someone, and I think they'll find someone they're really happy with. Plus you got all that uh, transfer portal stuff too. That's true. You know, and I'm, that's one thing that I'm really interested in. Um, I'm interested in seeing how that all develops. I think this early signing date and I think the transfer portal is, is going to change the landscape of college football going forward over the next five years as coaches figure out what it means, how it can work for them, how they can use it to their advantage, and, and how it can be a disadvantage. And so, you know, they're, they're all learning on the fly here. And I think there's going to be some guy that figures it out, and they're going to be like, oh, we need to replicate that. Like, we need to go out and we need to get a senior grad transfer quarterback every year, regardless of whether he starts, because then we have a high-quality backup quarterback. Or it's, you know, to get depth on the offensive line, we need to we need to chew up any offensive lineman that we can. And I guarantee you they're looking at it, and they got somebody trying to figure out the metrics of it and how many they can sign and what what is advantageous to them. And so I'm... I'm personally watching that very closely because the, the portal is just going to get bigger and bigger. And um, depending, you know, I, I had one Division One coach talk to me, I guess it wasn't last year, but two years ago at the All-Poly camp. And there was a particular player from in-state that had signed at USC, and he was a big-time player, and the kid came running up to him. And it was the head coach for, for one of the local schools. And he was like, hey, man, how's it going? And they're talking and they're chewing the fat and everything's, like, really good. And I'm like, man, I go, that kid really likes you. And he goes, yeah, you never know. And I go, what do you mean by that? And he goes, you never know if it's going to work out at USC. I'm still recruiting the kid. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he didn't say anything about, like, hey, you need to come to our school or you need to do this or you need to do that. He was just asking him how he was doing. Are you enjoying it? Man, you're a really good football player. We wish you all the luck, that kind of stuff. It was just all goodwill stuff. But it was a soft recruit in case that kid ever transferred, you know. And I – I think coaches are going to be doing that more and more. It's just going to be like, well, we got to keep being nice to this kid. We may have lost in the first round. We may win in the second round, and he might be a player for us in the future. Riley, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for a few minutes. Hey, we'll see you guys soon. You guys, you guys are so good at what you do. Thanks for having me on. Riley Jensen, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. That's true. He's here every week. You know what I mean? That we're really good at our job, mm-hmm. and he does love being on the show. 
And this dude here, he's really good at his job. Why don't you introduce him? Andrew Reinhardt joining us right now from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, why are you so good at your job? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if I would say good, but well, I see, see a lot of guys, that's for sure. And I would think that uh, it's like, you know, we've done a gazillion shows here. Yeah. And so you learn a lot of things yeah. over time. And you're offering up the free assessment, no obligation. You call Wasatch Medical now, 801-901-8000. I'm just thinking there's a checklist of stuff you go through. Yeah. Other medications guys are taking. Yep. Are you diabetic? Yep. Are you... And so, whereas the guy's driving around, I don't know if they could really help me. Well, yeah. the assessment's free, and the assessment, you got a little bit of track record here. You've done this before. That's it. Yeah. If you're struggling with ED, you're out there thinking, nothing else has worked, probably. I failed. My doctor has given me Viagra. It doesn't work. I, I looked at the injections. I've tried other things. I ordered stuff online. Um, we succeed when other things fail. That's essentially what we do. If the pills worked, we wouldn't exist. Um, there is a huge need for a guy struggling with erectile dysfunction to get more blood flow to this part of the body. That's what these treatments do. Acoustic wave. It opens up the blood vessels so you don't have to worry about the pill, uh, which, by the way, causes such bad uh, side effects. Sometimes doesn't produce the results, so guys give it up. Um, there is hope. ED can wreak havoc on a relationship. We can get you back to function. Uh, you talked about the Viagra. What about testosterone? Good question. Most of the time we've noticed that testosterone does not help with ED. I, I think that's kind of a big myth out there. Oh, I have ED. I'm low on testosterone. Um, it may help with a little bit of energy, but does not help when it comes to erectile dysfunction. So then the consultation's no-brainer. They don't pay, right. and they don't owe anything? It's a no-brainer. Free. free. Yeah, call us now. And free. And, and you come in, and worst case, you say, it's not for me. But uh, we'll do the initial assessment exam that's with an MD, blood flow ultrasound, which is pretty cool, by the way. Uh, normally, there's a charge for that. Call us now. We do it free. And then you decide. You may take away some information from the doctor that could change things for you for the better without having to do the treatments. Come in and see where you're at. 801-901-8000 for a free assessment with the medical doctor. No obligation. Call Wasatch Medical right now. 801-901-8000. Andrew, thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. And now, attention. top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Jazz are in Minnesota tonight to face the Timberwolves, 6 o'clock on AT&T Sportsnet. Listen to the game on The Zone with the pregame show starting at 5 on your way home. That'll be on 97.5 The Zone over on 1280. The Salt Lake City Stars are hosting the Sioux Falls Sky Force, Salt Lake Community College, 7 o'clock. Military Appreciation Night with your military ID. You can get four free tickets. In the NBA last night, LeBron, another triple-double. He's now got one against all 30 NBA teams as the Lakers beat the Thunder 112-107. to Also, Carmelo Anthony makes his debut for Portland. The Blazers lose to the Pelicans 115-104. to ESPN doubleheader tonight, Warriors and Mavericks at 5.30. Celtics and Clippers at 8 o'clock. Kawhi Leonard is questionable for that game. College basketball tonight, BYU at Boise State, 8 o'clock on the CBS Sports Network. Top of the wire brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park right and save, that's Diamond Airport Parking. 
win, win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Holding on to it near the logo, gives it up to CJ, swings the left for Mello. Mello takes a three from the side, it's good, and Carmelo Anthony with his first points as a trailblazer is a triple. LeBron counts, AD, 17 feet, just outside the free throw line. That's a pretty good answer. Here's the triple-double for LeBron. LeBron James has a triple-double against OKC. He's the first player in NBA history to now have a triple-double against every single team in the league. What the freaking <laughs> Magic never did that. But he has zero in college. Because Magic never had one against the Lakers. Ha! Let's take that. More importantly, the Lakers win again, and they are 12-2. and two. Are they peaking too early? Are no. they really this good? They're I think they're win- pretty good, yeah. They're winning by an average of 10 points You're a game. You're 12-2. How are you not really this good? Yeah, blowing people out. Your average margin almost double what I mean, ultimately, you can has. spin it any which way you want, and I know a lot of folks like to do every time the Jazz lose, oh, they didn't have practice time, they were this, they were that. But you end up being who you're supposed to be. Yeah, your record and reflects Kuzma's supposed reality. to be the third best player, and he gets an eye injury and only plays nine minutes in the game, and they win anyway. By five, not by ten. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't by nine and two. <laughs> Coach, how do you do it? That's among the greatest hits, isn't it? It's right up there with flying into Reno the morning of the game. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I stepped away from the crowd when he said that, and I immediately called in. We were at the original 1280, mm-hmm. and Craig and Gordon were doing the show. I said, yeah, I'm going to have some sound for you, man. And uh, you're going to believe this quote. Didn't work. Kawhi Leonard, questionable for tonight. Second end of the uh, ESPN doubleheader there. It's the Celtics and the Clippers late. Sort of takes away from the grief on the load management when he's missing a bunch of games. It's a knee. And he's missed three in a row. Maybe four. Yeah, that's, that's not load management. That's a knee. Darn yeah. knee contusion. <laughs> that's something, isn't it? And they're pretty good anyway. Well, they just replace one star for another. So what happens when they get the guys together? Was that coincidental timing or no, it just happened and or they planned it. Okay, you're back, now you go out for a while and I don't know. I would think it's a little coincidental, but you know, maybe I should be more cynical. <laughs> At its core, I think guys who play ball want to play ball. Quite doesn't really go into it, but is he basically only wants to play when he's 100% and feeling rested because otherwise you don't play your best and you can't well, sustain it. Well, that sort of was what the underlying theme was in San Antonio. Right. The knee contusion. Yeah, if you're 85%. Tony Parker basically called him out. Yeah. Because Tony would play when he was 80%. Yeah. But Kawhi seems to play at 100% or not at all. And I heard that from folks inside the organization relative to Boozer. Only played at 100%. Yeah. 
So there's some frustration there. So I guess you have to look at it individually. I can't get in the guy's feet or get in his shoes. I can't get in his heart and his soul. Uh, I do know when he plays, he's really good, and he's won, what, two titles? Two titles with two clubs. He's working on three with a third. Can't rule it out. No, not at all, because he's still in his 20s, right? Late 20s? I'd have to look. Well, he came out the Jimmer draft, which was uh, 2011, right? Or was it spring of 2010? It was the 2011 draft. 28 years old. Yeah, that's what I thought. He'll have a birthday, but it's after the season, so he'll be 28 all the way through this year in the playoffs. Yeah. He's got a late June birthday. So you'd think, uh, barring injury, he has several great years to go, so he's already been the man on two teams. Could be the man again. He's going to the Hall of Fame. That's already done. We've talked a lot college uh, football today. We had on uh, Lincoln Kennedy, Pac-12 Networks. Uh, he's worried that the SEC is going to get two teams in. They did it a couple years ago. He thinks it's going to happen again. They actually have two paths to it. Either Bama beats Auburn or Georgia upsets LSU in the SEC title game. Either way, the SEC, he thinks, will have two bids. and Not four he, bids or six bids a dollar? No. And he also All for thinks, the Utes, stand up and holler. He also thinks there's still a chance that Oklahoma could hop over the the pack. Oh, I champ. get it. So basically, what I wrote a week ago, pretty much, yeah. Everything and, we've talked about for a week, and just, all the grief that came my way. Yes, but it's like you said, you're the local guy. They expect you to stick up for the team, even though it'll have no impact. I mean, Tim Brando has a national profile, and he's nothing. I think matters. Committee's going to do what I, I he does. I don't even have a local profile. You got a local profile. I'm like the tiniest of the tiny. I understand their frustration. But it's not I, the first I, time they felt I, it. I, I think I I think I wouldn't have it. Well, you're wired different. And a lot of people don't have it. And even if they have it, they I would don't just necessarily be have it. Basking in the greatness. Conference title, Rose Bowl. It's a great year. If it falls short, it's a great year. If they lose to Oregon? Yes. Falls short? Okay. I didn't know if you meant 12-1 and one falls short of the playoff. Yes. But 11-2 and two going to the Alamo Bowl. Yes. That's, that's specifically what I meant. And there is Unless a, you lose one or two of these next two. But, and there, and there's a chance it. it won't be Alamo. There's a chance 11-2 and two would put you in Dallas in the Cotton Bowl playing Cincinnati. Whatever, at that yeah. point. But you just I, take 11-2. and two. Yeah, and the ride that the season has been, it's already been phenomenal. Bringing UCLA in and blowing them off the field. Pretty much everybody. Except Washington SC. And the Washington game, yeah, but that was a great win. And, and it was fun. I was there. I had never seen them as excited on a road win ever. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, it's, it's already been a great season. So... I don't understand the frustration of if you don't get in because it is, to to an extent, a beauty contest. And it's a subjective judgment. If there's five conference champions who are all either undefeated or one loss, in a world where you only get four teams into the playoff, it's absolutely a beauty contest. Yeah. With two losses, you can argue, well, come on. So you weren't picked for a beauty contest? Nah. And it's not an indictment on you. It's an indictment on your conference. 
but not you. You've got eight guys off this defense who can go in the NFL. You may never have that again, literally, ever, for the rest of your life. That's what we used to say about the uh, Sugar Bowl team. Half of this defense is in the NFL. It may never happen again. Now well, I got more. Two-thirds of this defense is in the NFL. It may never happen again. Yeah, and it also took 12 years. Right. So there's going to be people who are going to die between now and the next 12 years. <laughs> so it won't happen again in their lifetime. Welcome to the 12 team. We can get into this later, but the, the Pac-12, the number of teams and how long they're waiting for conference championships... Washington State's out to 17 years now. UCLA's at 20. Yeah, on and on. Yeah. So this is a great, phenomenal year. For, uh, for, for Carrie, who won't forgive us. Who <laughs> won't forgive us. Relax. And what are we not being forgiven for? Because you put out the poll about the dumb, stupid uniforms. Oh, yeah. Of all the things to be hit on. Yep. You didn't get your money's worth. No, I really didn't. <laughs> but you know what? Deep down, I, I don't really care either. Yeah, but still, if you're going to receive a lifetime ban, you want to at least get something that's worthy of a lifetime ban. I'm getting daily lifetime bans because of how many 3A highlights you show or if the Broncos are on Channel 2. Because, of course, the weekend sports guy picks that. Sure. All right. I'm not watching you ever again. No, but you mm. did this specifically. This was on you. That other I, stuff, yeah, you, you don't have I any know. control. It's true. But you but you put out the poll. I've had so many lifetime bans, I'm numb to them. You and Daryl Morey put out the tweet <laughs> that changed everything. I cost Channel 2 <laughs> pennies. and That was it. Once you put out the poll about the Utes yeah. and their uniforms and who they look like. I got a tweet, though, that said, that's funny. I was just thinking exactly that. Oh, I know. So I got some... You know. Yeah, but they already had them. You didn't gain anybody because of the poll. You lost Kerry. Dang it, I was trying to put a silver lining on it for myself. They were already there. First of all, if DJ puts out, or as Charles Barkley would say, first of all, if... What was it? First of all, if DJ puts out a poll, it already is benign because you put it out. You don't put out controversial stuff. <sighs> well, apparently I do. I got a lifetime ban. Right. And that's shocking. That is the sh- most shocking development in sports in 2019 Those locally. jerseys look like Ohio State, UNLV, New Mexico, and the 72 or whatever it was, Utes. That's too much. That's too much. You crossed the line with Kerry. I did. And now there's no coming you back. You take back that no controversial stuff because that was controversial. To Kerry, it was. See? But I'm telling people going forward, don't get upset because that's not your way. Oh, well. They'll do what they do. We lost a listener. Well, they, we they, lost more than one because we've lost several listeners over the fact that you and I yeah, both think the Utes aren't getting into the top four. But that's more me. You specifically. You and I, sure, we've lost them. But you specifically. She's the prodigal listener. And when she comes back, uh. we're getting the fatted calf. And we're going to celebrate Carrie's return. She will come back. I know she will. Prodigal daughter, R&R barbecue. Let's She's go. She's hurt right now. But there will be a time when she comes back, and we will leave every listener and go and embrace her and bring her back and have the fatted calf. What an example it will be. (laughs) In times of despair, you can only laugh. Are jazz fans laughing? Despairing after back-to-back losses. You know how I break the season into artificial groups. I know you love that about me, and I keep doing it. 
Thought over this five game stretch they were probably going to go four and one. Thought they'd what, win what, at Memphis. What five game stretch starting with did you Memphis. Create? I created one that started with Memphis. Okay, and they lost that. Oops. And then the two Minnesota games, I thought they'd split. Now I got it. I thought they'd win at home and then go up there and lose. Well, regardless, so split's a split. And then I thought that they would sweep the back-to-back doubleheader at home with the Warriors and Pelicans. And I don't know the schedule passed there, so I made it five games. So what? Well, you, and I thought so they'd you, go four and one. And so, so now the they're zero they and two, three and two. Right. I got you. But if they, but I if they you. win in Minnesota tonight, I'm not even going to address that because three and two means nothing. Nothing. We got a whole slew of games next. Yeah, week. but think how happy everybody will be. A whole slew of games after that. Think how happy everyone will be coming in Monday morning with a three-game win streak. If you they know get it, if they get it, if they sure ride the roller, and they'll coaster. be even happier with a four-game win streak and five-game. And when do I need to stop? Uh, Eighty-two games, and then however many playoff games. Are. Oh well, they're going to get sixteen postseason wins. That I'm assured of. Sweet. It's no point in even paying attention now. I'm gonna have a drink. Do of water. it. You will be refreshed and revitalized. Ah. Part of my 64 ounces daily. That <laughs> a kid. You're very healthy. keep the physique. The what? Physique. We also talked about Sean Clifford this morning. Who is Sean Clifford, you just asked yourself in the car? He is Penn State's quarterback. Why in the world are you talking about Penn State's quarterback? Because he deleted his social media well, accounts. He's my quarterback. <laughs> he's your what? My quarterback. My quarterback. <laughs> T.O., I got it. You're, you're tearing up. <laughs> he's my quarterback. And he deleted his social media accounts because he received death threats and vulgar messages after the Nittany Lions loss in the Battle of Unbeatens when they went to Minnesota and fell right at the end of the game there. Minnesota fans stormed the field. So that's what it's come to. College football fan bases, if you aren't undefeated, the quarterback needs death threats and vulgar messages. Well, how about oh. that that uh, dentist up in Heber Valley? Has he been heard of, heard from? Did he delete his stuff when he wanted death upon the defensive I back? I have heard anything from him. All quiet on the Heber Valley front. Yeah. We all make mistakes. But threatening people and wishing them death on Twitter is probably not a good idea. Think 10 times before you push send. And if you still want to hit send, then think a few more. Yeah. BYU 3-1 and one, playing Boise State tonight. I think we got some NCAA tournament teams here. Obviously, Utah State the tournament here this year? ranked playing in our state regardless of where they are sent. Well, the Aggies are supposed to. If they don't get to the tournament, it would be a massive disappointment. Yes, nationally ranked and undefeated. Off yeah. to a nice start here. I mean, they got by that huge, huge obstacle in San Antonio. Woo! And the coaches were petrified of that game. <laughs> None of us were. By the way, that wasn't <laughs> Scotty G on his account. Scotty came in and told us that was on the Aggie Voice account, and other people have control of that account. Oh, we can reveal who it is if you want. Yeah, regardless. Audrey. Audrey. Let's talk so, about situational putting. The Pac-12... <laughs> 39-4 and four right now with a guaranteed loss because the non-conference game was actually ASU playing Colorado. They went to China. Yes. So you, you're guaranteed one loss. You can't and really hold that against the them. devil suspended two starters. They were up to shenanigans. So is the Pac-12, are we, are we done with the two and three bid league stuff? Is the league going to get off to the solid non-conference start? I would say there's only one loss you could consider embarrassing right now. I think Santa Clara beat Washington State. Oklahoma and Tennessee are the other teams. Washington to, State sucks. Right. When they pick 10th, not 12th. So, you know, so, I'm not really going to just worry about that in November. 
you got 30 seconds. You don't have to worry about it. You can just analyze. And I know you okay. follow recruiting, so I know you might know, hey, the league's due for an up cycle or a down cycle. I suspect it'll be better, yes, but nothing will be solved now. I don't think you can they get send the you the thing every yeah. week where it you, says the Pac-12 is right. off to great start, and yep. I look at it. Yeah, and you can't lock up a seven-bid league now, but you can take a bunch of bad losses and guarantee yourself that you're not going to get it. It's like the Masters. You can lose it on Thursday, but you can't win it on Thursday. And they could mess it up next week or in 10 they, days. I don't think they get seven bids, though. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. That is what we have been talking about. And you know that it is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. When we come back, your feedback. Stay with us. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. It's important for guys like Urban Meyer to stand up and say, no, you, you got to take a look at this Utah team. If Clemson and Utah played tomorrow, I'd put money on Utah minus three. I think Utah beat Clemson. No, I know it's it's all guessing. It's all hypothetical. But when I look at what Clemson does well and what Utah can do defensively and what I think they could do offensively, Clemson's done a good job suppressing teams defensively over the last few weeks, but they haven't played a consistent run-based team that works well off play action and has a quarterback playing at, let's be honest, a Heisman level. I just don't want to see this time come and go. Have this team be a flash in the pan and then a Rose Bowl win over Minnesota. That's still a heck of a consolation prize. I know what you're saying, but that's still To like... me, it'd be a letdown. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Man, can't worry about the college football playoff right now. They got to win their next two games because I just booked my tickets to the Pac-12 championship game, and I sure as heck don't want to go watch USC play Oregon. DJ and PK, time for your feedback. Who was that right there, Yuck? That was Alex. Okay, yeah. Alex, there's few locks in sports, but this is a lock. You can lock it up. Feedback of the day brought to you by yeah. Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Arizona's defense is what, PK? Oh, man, it is Horrible. trash. So, SC, they finished their season this week. Yes, they're playing UCLA on Saturday. So, you'd have to ABC. lose both games. No, you don't have to lose one, wouldn't you? Are they going to lose to UCLA? SC's just a game back. You got two conference losses. Right. So. They still if, got the tiebreaker. If S, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah. They only have to lose once and then. But I'm not necess- I should have said they may because they. I don't know who's going to win that rivalry game. I thought SC was going to win it last year. Could you imagine? We, all, we actually all did. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the reason I guess he really will this year because UCLA is not that good. And SC's they, pretty good now. Yes, and UCLA's not. I don't see how UCLA's going to stop them. Their pass defense yeah. is terrible, and SC's receivers are awesome. And the quarterback, Slovis, is really good. Yep. I mean, they look like all, all, already I've got them installed as whoever coaches is the threat, the, the favorite next year. Whoever, I don't know. Who oh, you see, you picked one. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. USC one, ASU two, Utah three. Yeah, we'll see about that. But uh, could you imagine if they actually lost next week at Colorado? No. <laughs> no. That would be the the biggest disappointment in the history of our sports market. It would be horrific. 
Which is not going to happen, man. I just it would just be so shocking. So, Alex, I think you're good to go. And Oregon obviously is already clinched on their end, so they're going. Yeah, they're locked. They're all set. Literally. Arizona, 123rd defensively. They give up 37 points a game. The Utes, you got to figure they're good for 45. They're probably good for 50. Well, that's why I said next week, not right. this week. Right. I'm not even, I'm not, it's not even conceptualizing <laughs> right. this week. It would possibly be next week. Arizona's defense is just horrendous. Right. I think Colorado is better than Arizona, even though, if I remember, Arizona beat Colorado. All right, DJ and PK, time to welcome in Andrew Reinhardt one more time from Wasatch Medical Clinic. They got a new and breakthrough treatment for erectile dysfunction. No pills, no needles, no surgery. Andrew, what can you tell us about the new treatment? Well, it's becoming very popular for what it's not, like you said, more than what it is. It's not a pill. Uh, This acoustic wave therapy um, is an FDA-cleared device clinically shown to increase blood flow. It's been used on other parts of the body for a lot of years. Um, We specialize in this part of the body, of course. It basically will restore normal function in the bedroom by increasing blood flow. Uh, No pills and no side effects. No needles. No needles. No surgery. There's a lot of guys using No shoes. Yeah. (laughs) That too. (laughs) No service. What? (laughs) So we've all watched games and seen the ads, so we know about the side effects with the pills because they list them on all the ads. What are the side effects with this? Uh, No side effects with this. Um, It's a 10-minute treatment, non-invasive. We're not messing with their hormones. Uh, You come in. You maybe do a few treatments over two to three weeks. A lot of guys notice a difference from the first treatment and then continue to progress from there. So it's a game changer. If you have ED, uh, there are not a lot of good options. Um, And this is finally a breath of fresh air for a lot of guys. So testosterone, is that one of the options? Or does that only work for a small percentage of people? A a lot of guys think that it will fix their ED. Uh, Most of the time it does not. Uh, They do it. They come in. You know, they had side effects with that even. Um, We find that ED is a physical problem, needs a physical solution. It's not a hormonal thing. All right, you can get a free assessment with a medical doctor. There's no obligation if you call Wasatch Medical right now. The number is 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. So the initial consultation, you don't pay and you don't have to commit. Right. So it goes into no-brainer territory. That's right. This is a no-brainer. Um, and last chance of the day here in the next minute or two, call us now. We'll do that analysis with the doctor. You can come in and see where you're at, figure out why you have ED, what's causing it, Um sit down with a medical doctor that's probably seen more ED than anybody in the state. And, you know, from there, you're the driver. You decide it's a $300 value, totally free to those that call us now. 801-901-8000. That's the number. Free assessment with the doctor. No obligation. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical. Andrew, thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. DJ and PK, we are out of time. Tony and Austin are next.